Good evening. I am Dr. Serena Gaia, also known as Serena Anderlini, and I'm here to get you excited about the resilience of love, an online project journey. This is really a quick introduction for you. Here at Three Way Kiss, we are excited about the symbiotic opportunities offered by the crisis we're in. Why? The story of humankind and Earth is made of crises that became opportunities for resilient change. We believe that COVID, the COVID-19 crisis will be no exception. Whose opportunity? What change? That is the question, as the bard would say. We believe that the force of love is resilient enough to generate the kind of change that we all can benefit from as parts of both a beloved planet and a beloved world. We invite you to join us in this journey of hope, joy, inspiration, sharing, and awareness. Together, we intend to transform this crisis into an opportunity you may be ready for, to know and love the ecosystem called thyself, create and sustain a positive energy field within and around you, contribute to your own health and happiness, and to that of the people, families, tribes, communities, and countries you love. If you resonate with this pers per perspective, please join us for this series of online events with weekly appointments on Zoom happening on Thursdays from 12 noon to 2 p.m. if you're on Pacific Standard Time, from 3 to 5 p.m. if you're on Eastern Standard Time, and from 9 to 11 p.m. if you're on Central European Time. And if you are in any other time zone, please figure that out and then join us. Thank you. Here are some of the practices that we intend to activate in our journey that really focus on maintaining a positive energy field within us. They include inner meditation, water wheel, inner smile, integral yoga, and much more. Some of the practices and tools that help us maintain a positive energy field around us include boundaries of the self, the wheel of consent, the relationship between needs and emotions, and then the five languages of love, and much more. All meetings in the series will be online. For now, we expect a duration of eight to nine weeks, and we, will, we expect to start on a Thursday very soon. And here's how it will go. At our initial meeting, we will introduce ourselves. We will share from uh, our perspectives of the unprecedented times we are experiencing. We will practice deep listening with empathy. And we will create in the group an energy field of trust and connectedness. Briefly, we will introduce the mentioned practices our journey intends to visit as we go forward, and we may get started on the staple practice of inner meditation. Some 20 minutes uh, before your start time, we will post the link to the Zoom room that we will open. On the Facebook event, 
this link will be discussed, it will be posted in the discussion area as a pinned post. Uh, if you don't have the Zoom application, please do download it. And when the time comes, please join. When connecting, please wait to be admitted to the room. Uh, you will be invited your name and location as you come in. Thank you. We look forward to hosting you on a Thursday weekly appointment starting very soon. You are welcome. The project is starting off and we expect a number of people to join as it evolves. There is no charge for now and we encourage you to extend the invite to your friends and loved ones. Thank you. Goodbye. Good evening and welcome to the resilience of love, which is about a crisis with symbiotic opportunities. I am Dr. Serena Gaia, also known as Serena Anderlini, and I'm going to give you an overview of where this project comes from, what inspired it in me. So greetings and welcome everyone. This uh, podcast is for people interested in invoking the resilience of love while in this unprecedented perspective that we are experiencing. And it includes an introduction with an invitation to be part of this initiative, a narrative sharing my own emotions and perspectives, a message of peace as a way to envision opportunities in this crisis, and an invitation to participate in the evolving program and project, The Resilience of Love. When we consider the voice of Gaia, we can interpret this crisis as a message from the sovereign hostess of all forms of life, a message that comes to us humans in the form of a virus. This message now calls for more balance in the symbiosis between planet and world. For those who don't know me well, I am Dr. Serena Gaia, also known as Serena Anderlini, and I will say that the alarm of COVID of the COVID-19 crisis caught me in a period when I was gradually relocating in Italy, and in particular in the beloved community of Damanhur, after about 30 years of research and professional life in academia and in the areas of the arts of loving and healing while I lived in various regions of the United States. That includes California where I discovered Tantra, open relationships and holistic health, and Puerto Rico where I discovered my relationship with the sea, with hurricanes, with forces of nature, and with Gaia theory from a supreme scientist of symbiosis, Dr. Lynn Margulis. From my Puerto Rican home in Punta Arenas, I observed the patience of nature for 20 years and noticed that recently that patience has disappeared. From that time back in the 90s when we missed the opportunity to handle climate change more responsibly with the Kyoto Protocol, 
nature, I've observed, has exerted abundant resilience while waiting for us to decide that we were going to change the course of our voyage on this earth to correct our route. That resilience has now come to an end. What, what doesn't happen in 30 years can happen in one day, as they say. When I became aware that something truly extraordinary was happening, I was visiting New York en route between Puerto Rico and Oregon, where two of my expanded families are located. I experienced all kinds of responses, agitation, avoidance, conflict. Then I started listening to and reading a very wide range of sources. I was in a reactive state, I was in emotional state that included anger, fear, pain, pain for my first matria, Italy for many loved ones forced to the hardships of lockdown, for many a form of imprisonment, especially when you live in a small city apartment. Then I evolved admiration, appreciation, gratitude for the wisdom with which people of goodwill in Italy understood, helped each other, came together, achieved results in flattening the curve, and in many cases even managed to find the pleasant side, with synchronic singing from balconies across courtyards, with a newfound calm kindness, simplicity, and solitude. From afar, I came to admire this somewhat magical, somewhat ingenious country capable of great improvisations, whose people together listened and managed to respond. I made peace with the thing. When did that happen for me? Two sources in particular impressed me. I listened to Professor Telmo Pievani at the University of Padua, where he teaches uh, the science of evolution. In a video, he humbly explains that as long as the earth had many primeval forests where herds of free mammals assembled, viruses would happily and inconspicuously stay there. Then they decided to make a species leap. They mutated and came for a visit where free mammals do gather today, that is, in metropolitan areas where we humans are found, we who, until recently, were free. The Anthropocene, I thought. This international exhibition in Bologna is designed to help the public understand why in geology studies today, the thesis that the Holocene has ended is gaining support. The Holocene is the era that began with the last ice age, about 12,000 years ago. Another era has started, an era when the balance of life on our sovereign hostess, the Earth, also known as Gaia, is so dominated by our human presence and its effects that we humans have become a force more powerful than all the other forces combined. Hence the Anthropocene, the era of human beings, as it were. I put these two messages together and I understood that we are the responsible ones. Not everyone to the same extent, of course, but certainly each and every one of us in some way. I got it. 
This time I said, there is no bad guy. There is no plan. There is no government to bash. There is no conspiracy. Or at least if there were any, and of course there very well might be, this would be beside the point. This gave me peace and I found the courage to face the situation. I asked myself, how can my practice of ecosexual love, my experience, my wisdom be useful in this context? This is the motivation for my initiative, the resilience of love. If this is a crisis of imbalance in life's symbiosis, what opportunities are present for us to change that imbalance into a new balance of mutual support? My practices, research, knowledge, and acquired wisdom have served me well. I want to make them available to others. Here's how I see it right now. There is the world what we have created, what can be described as the manifestations of the Anthropocene. And, lo and behold, this world today has come to an almost complete standstill due to a virus. Oh, wonder of wonders! What is a virus? It's a very ancient form of non-life. It does not have a body. And biologists assure us that its existence is absolutely necessary for the symbiosis of the various forms of life that accompany us in our journey here in the world. There is this world, and let's say that it's a bit sad today with people who are suffering, worry, uh, people who get sick, people who die. And then there is the planet, that is, there is life, there is nature, which at this moment is quite happy. There are trees, which as we know now can message each other through their branches and roots. In the Amazon, which is the only primeval forest that still exists, the message has made the rounds among trees. They're no longer cutting us. Yay! Hares have been photographed, photographed in the deserted parks of Milan. Often when we talk about hares, our mind goes directly to the taste of an excellent stew or spezzatino. Hares hide from us, they are afraid, and instead this time they took courage. The park is empty here in Milan, they said, why not go there for a walk? Dolphins reappeared in the lagoon around Venice. The skies, finally clean, are full of pure air, and so on. So what is this Gaia who sent us the virus trying to tell us? In holistic health, we often interpret symptoms as messages. For example, I get the flu and I have to stay in bed. Maybe a few days earlier I, fed, I felt tired and didn't pay attention to my body's gentle message. So now the body has to raise its voice. I get a fever and I have to take a break. Or I have a stomach ache. I haven't digested well. The body speaks again. It could be suggesting, why don't you fast for one day 
That way you give your digestive tract a break and then I can function better for you. So this COVID-19 per se, together with the COVID-19 alarm that's been generated, could be just a symptom from the live body of Gaia, which we may interpret as a message, a loud message, a message that scours the planet from end to end, not a more subdued message that only impacts some areas as in super hurricanes, earthquakes, in non-seismic areas, and other similar effects. I've had a lot of patience with you, dear humans, Gaia could be saying, keeping my metabolism stable as much and as long as possible so that I can continue to host all of you as I did before. That was my resilience of love for you. Now I've come to an end point. I can't take it any longer. It is up to you now to practice the resilience of love that I have practiced waiting for you to decide and change your course. That's what Gaia could be saying. I hear life calling upon non-life to save itself from us. How did we let that happen? Can we be more considerate in how we treat our partners? Do we need a virus to behave as if our world depended on the health of this planet? From Gaia's scream, a new awareness can evolve and guide us as we reinvent the world to align it with the happiness of the entire planet. It's up to us now to change the shape of our presence in the symbiotic system of life that hosts us. From what looks like a powerful tree overseeing the forest when just a single blow can cut it off, to that of a rhizome that's more resilient because it grows horizontally, it expands sideways where it finds space to weave out its similar and collaborative elements. This is a lesson I get from the philosopher Gilles Deleuze and this, behold, is what I'd like to call the resilience of love. Good, you might say, and how can we practice it? The challenge is now finding ways to help ourselves navigate this crisis while together we also make an effort to change our route well enough for the Anthropocene to continue and be a beautiful time to be alive in. We don't have many of the answers, of course. All these responses will have to come from the flow of events that evolves. What can we do together at this time? in the digital rooms where we can meet safely while staying in place. We can do a lot. We can transform the crisis into an opportunity for each one of us to get to better know and love the ecosystem called thyself, get everyone to create and support a positive energy field in and around themselves. In these ways, each person can contribute to their physical, emotional, and energetic health and to that of the people, families, tribes, communities, and countries they love. Let's listen to Gaia and appreciate her message. The resilience of love lies in that active listening. The shared vision 
is co-creating the more symbiotic life that Gaia is requesting, a vision that can generate a new healthy and happy balance between the planet and the world. You can make a difference, and that difference can be key to your happiness and health. We have weekly online appointments on Thursdays from 9 to 11 p.m. Central European Time. That is uh, 12 noon to 2 Pacific Standard Time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and many other time zones that you can find out for yourselves. A screen will appear at the end of this podcast with all the necessary information to join the Facebook event. To access the link to the Zoom room, go to the Facebook event where it will be posted a little while before startup time. Each appointment will be unique and together we will work as a progression toward deeper understanding and connectedness. The series will hold a combination of practices in the arts of healing and loving. It will expand our awareness of the symbiotic existence each one of us is part of and its alchemies. These arts will apply to oneself, to one's loved ones, and to all coexisting forms of life, ecosystems, and communities of beings that one is symbiotically related to. Each meeting will invite active participation in various forms, including active listening, sharing in large and small groups, breathing, physical activity, movement, inner work, and a wide range of interactive and solo practices that will be proposed week by week as wishes manifest and as momentum evolves. A store of videos will gradually be created and made available in a dedicated playlist, inviting participants to practice, consider joining, and catch up on their own. We envision co-creating a wide-ranging energy field of trust, support, and sharing. Places are limited, and self-proposing guests are welcome. Opportunities to assist and collaborate are abundant. We recommend getting started as soon as possible, being present to as many weekly appointments as possible, and being open to going more deeply as a group moves along. I send you a warm greeting until uh, start off Thursday, and I hope with this to have offered something useful. Please feel free to post your questions. We will address them to the extent that we can. Thank you. Enjoy the week.